0: Welcome to Park Bench Interviews, hosted by Randy Goodman, Harvey Callis Real Estate, your real estate professional. Get to know our community, our businesses, products, and services that will elevate your life. Please welcome your hostess, Randy Goodman.
1: It's Randy Goodman from Harvey Callis Real Estate, and I am honored to be here with Maureen Tabucci, who is a lawpreneur, a longtime friend, and just an incredible woman overall. I can't wait for you guys to get to know her. Thank you so much for being here with me.
0: It's a pleasure to be here. It's eight o'clock in the morning, our favorite time. Randy and I are both uh, early morning risers. And I'm wearing my sweatshirt, my empowering women to sit. because he forgot to say, Randy, that... I was an author in the first Empowering to Succeed book, and uh, I can't thank you enough, Randy, for that. Like, um, I I feel kind of emotional today. I just feel I have such a bond with you. I'm so grateful to you. And uh, yeah, thank you, sweetheart, for everything that you've done for me. I mean, we started out as good friends, what, 20 some odd years ago, actually, maybe Maybe oh. more, but I, I think it's Like 25-ish, years.
1: yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> more, closer to 30, I think. <laughs> oh, love you. Um, <clears throat> so, Maureen, you are, yeah, I mean, we started out in a kind of a funky, funny world, and then it went into karate, and then it went into book writing and publishing, and Just, uh, you know, it's amazing to see the transition of different things that your friends go through. So it's pretty awesome. And uh, so tell us a little bit about who is Maureen right now and what do you
0: do? Oh, okay. So for anyone who is wondering what it's like to get old, it is freaking awesome it's freaking awesome i'm 55 years old and i feel like that's a gift like i just feel i feel so in control of my world my whole life i felt out of control <clears throat> and always like searching and 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 trying to meet up to other people's standards and then around that 50-ish time, like, I had a severe midlife crisis at 40. Um, and, and then, you know, the 10 years after that, just kind of, like, damage control. Um, but now I, I, I just feel like I don't give a shit what anyone else thinks. And it's so empowering. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's the freedom to live your own life on your terms. Yeah. And, and then what happens is you you turn the lens from pointing at you to pointing to the outside world and how you can make the world a better place that's the stage that I'm at and I I saw that happening with my in-laws and and um, you know parents and other older people when I was younger and I was like yeah what's about this give give back thing you know um, and now I'm entering that phase of my life where I've, um, I'm kind of, I feel like a complete, a complete package. And now I'm, I'm looking at the outside world of, of what I can do. And luckily, um, part of that is my career. I am not one of those people that, uh, live for the weekend who, uh, have, have, uh, um, I was talking to a, a lady the other day who's recruiting new team members for me.
1: Okay.
0: And she was asking, um, you know, she she started out by, by talking about people who um, they have their work and then they have their passion. And the passion is what they do on the weekend and after work. Right, And right. I just feel blessed that like on the weekend I'm, what can I do to, to in, improve my processes or, you know, <laughs> interviewing new team members and that kind of thing. Like my passion is is my work and that's the way that I'm able to give back. So you, you said at the beginning, I'm in a law, I'm, in a, I'm a lawpreneur. So I have my own law firm, but it's different from most lawyers. Uh, it's different from most law firms um, and it sounds so cliche, like, Oh, we care. Uh, but seriously, it's, it, we're, we're really out to help people. And, um, you know, whether it's someone doing a refinance because they've got a lot of debt, which now we're in, you know, probably at the, after the, the apex of the COVID-19, a lot of people are going to have to look at refinancing because, right. um, or maybe even telling because of financial issues so you know like that's not a transaction that is void of emotion let me okay. tell you um it, it's like i feel like i'm part therapist and, and part lawyer <laughs> but, and, and so just to finish off like I, I feel like my gift to the world is being able to take this complicated legal stuff tax stuff and just make it understandable and and take the stress off of people just right. take the stress of because because i'm an expert now i i do that kind of stuff every day mm-hmm. so just some of that heavy weight on me because i i can it's so simple for me but for for a client maybe it's their first time dealing with it so right. that's kind of what i do I'm, I'm so happy that um, with technology now that I don't have to be sitting in an office. Like, you right. know, I'm sitting here wearing my <laughs> sweatshirt and you know, the, the virtual office. Clothing, who knows what I'm wearing on the bottom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So, yeah, you have all this expertise. You're so down to earth. You are not like other lawyers that I've known in my life. And there were lots in the family and there were lots of friends and whatnot. So, uh, and I love that about you. I love how uh, grounded you are. You know exactly what you want and where you're going. You're brilliant and you're fun. You like to have fun and enjoy your life. So I love that you've kind of encompassed everything that you do into the things that you love. So tell us, like, uh, and I know law is something people typically go from high school to university, and that's what they're going to do. So is that the process you took, and were there other tangents from there?
0: Uh, no, no tangents whatsoever because I was 13 years old and I said, ah, I'm going to be a lawyer. Okay. I did, uh, my, my guidance counselor gave me an, uh, gave me an aptitude test. Like you answer 600 yeah, yeah. questions. And it came back uh, a politician or a lawyer and a politician. <laughs> and I not it. happening. <laughs> lawyer. Then, then it was like my whole life became clear because you can imagine me as this precocious little seven-year-old, like telling other people what to do, and you know, just kind of being a bossy. I was, I was like, you know, how they have the cois phrase now, the, the the phrase coined now, bossy bitch. Like I was the OG bossy bitch, you know, just walking around this little kid, and it kind of came became clear that, yeah, like I've it, it requires a certain amount of confidence because. Um, you want people to listen to you so anyways um straight through high school and I remember um, you need a certain um, mark to get into university right more so now more so now than back then right but um, even back then so you know basically I I kind of had fun in high school and and did the the sports and the partying and uh then it came to, we had grade 13 back then, five years, and I needed the marks to get in. And um, so uh, my mom had had tried to quit smoking at one point, And my dad said, uh, listen, Pat, if you can quit smoking, I'll give you this. And it was one of those um, kind of brownie orange, thousand dollar bills. And he right. like took a little tap, <laughs> and he taped it to the wall. And I said, dad, I want one of those. If I'm an Ontario scholar, will you give me one of those? And he said, yeah. And so (laughs) the first time in my life um, that I, I became familiar with goal setting and having something like this carrot dangling on a stick. That is something that you work towards. And, and honestly, since then I've, I've, Made sure that I've had these dangling carrots to work towards because they work. <laughs> I was well over eighty percent average because I wanted that thousand dollar bill, like just the concept <laughs> of it. Yeah. So, anyways, um, flying colors into university, and um, and and then you know to get into law school, it's hard work. There's something called the LSAT, and uh, a, a lot of people. Ask me, oh, like, how'd you do so well on the LSAT? And well, here's how I did so well on the LSAT I did an LSAT test every single Saturday morning at 8 (laughs) a.m. Look at us here (laughs) Saturday morning at 8 a.m. And the test is a five hour test. I did one every week for a year. Wow. Here's the thing like, if you want something, you have to, you have to like be so comfortable with it that it's just natural. It happens. You want something it's not going to happen if you feel that it's outside of your capability or um, it's just not going to happen. So that's how I got into Well, once I got into law school, I never looked back. And um, I mean, again, back then, once you were in, it was just, doing the work there wasn't really any oh my god I have to you know do get this mark or I won't pass or I right. won't become a lawyer back then it was kind of like once you were in it was it was just doing the work and um you know I I worked hard in those days I my parents didn't have money or maybe they had money but they didn't believe in in giving me money for school so okay. I waitressed well wow. myself through so I didn't um I, I my social life was my work. Right. Um like waitressing waitressing is fun. It's the cool thing about waitressing and I would waitress two jobs every single for four months during the summer, and at the end of the summer I would be like, I'm gonna be a lawyer. I'm not gonna <laughs> be a waitress the rest of my life. Right. You know, nothing against <laughs> someone who is a, a waitress because right. hopefully Hopefully that's your passion, because um, that's the big thing, right? Is yeah. if, you're not, if you're not living and working your passion, if you're waiting for next week or next month or next year until you can then live your passion, right? Listen, I got it. You're, you're you're taking a risk that I don't think is worth it. The risk, COVID nineteen, like two percent of the population could pass away. How right. um, so many people in my life have passed away, and that's kind of been a, a, a blessing too, to teach me live each day like it could be your last, because right. uh, it very well could be, and I, you know me, Randy, I, I do, I, I live each day. And so um, then I, I, I was home for a period of time with my kids because I thought that was important. So I was home for 10 years, And the little buggers, like now they were like, oh, I don't really remember like things you did, and I'm like, like I was, you know, Mark freaking Stewart, like making their clothes and cloth diapers, and you know, everything was made from scratch. And but what do you mean you don't
1: remember?
0: (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, anyways, they're okay. They they seem to have turned out not too bad. And um, and then I I was at this point in my life. Okay, so what am I gonna do? And I was I was always very interested in tax because my dad would talk business at the dinner table, and he would talk about you know this uh, oh we're being audited for this CRA uh, by the CRA for this capital gains on farmland issue. <laughs> and um, funny enough, we were just talking about that about one of your clients the other day and um and he got audited and he won and i was yeah. like wow that's, that's so cool so i like i got this taste of success and tax and how cool and how fun it was right. and then um i um, i was an early uh uh user of computers like i had yeah. one of the first personal computers <clears throat> way back. i was on the internet and one of the first and i remember getting an email um, with this master's of tax degree and I was like oh, that's the coolest, coolest possible <laughs> thing. So I, I got into the Masters of tax program and then that was a, 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 a introduction into the tax world. So then I, I got a job because it was a co-op program. Um, so then I'm working at the highest level in mergers and acquisitions tax and wow. it's fantastic. But here's what I missed. What I missed is that that tax part was filling the analytical side of who I am and the right. food that I need to be a, a happy person.
1: Right. But
0: the part that filled was the um, the, the 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 personal connection, the personal interaction, and. And me really feeling like I was making a difference in the world. And that was part of the, the um, age 40 midlife crisis that, that happened. And it was like, whammo. Because I was just like, what do I do? Who am I? Right. Um, I'm, I'm not making a difference in the world. I'm not feeling satisfied. Because after uh, five years of doing all this billion dollar deals, the novelty just like was gone and um and what was left and there was nothing left and I felt like this empty shell and that's when I started to piece my life back together making sure that what I did was um feeding my soul and uh, I did the Tony Robbins program I recommend that for everybody the unleash the power within right and I thought when Tony came to Toronto in uh Was that like 2008 or something like that? Or maybe a little bit later? He's come a few times, so. (laughs) No, but I I don't think he's done the Unleash the Power Within program. Okay, maybe not. Um, Yeah. Because when I did it again with um, my significant other, and then I did it again with my daughter, we had to go to Chicago and uh, the States to do it. Because I I don't think he's done that program. In Toronto okay um
1: I was just meaning then, you came to Toronto I didn't realize about the oh, yeah, yeah, program
0: yeah <laughs> so so I recommend that for anyone who is kind of like searching for uh what they need to do because it, it's good it, it strips you away and another really good program that I've done is Landmark okay so Landmark really does strip everything away and allows you to start from Uh, you know, the very, very, uh, you know, rubble of your existence and piece things back together about what's important to you, what do you want, how are you going to give back, how are you going to fill your soul? So, like, it's not an accident, I don't think that I've, I'm this, like, happy, overflowing person. Like, I did the, the UPWs, Unleash the Power Within, I did the Landmark, I did the therapy, I think everyone needs a therapist. Like, um, right. there's actually a thing called, um, uh, oh, I can't, uh, growth something. It's this app and it's thousands and thousands and thousands of therapists all over the world. And it's like, um, you know, uh, Uber, but instead of grabbing a driver to where you want to go, you grab a therapist to help you to where you want to cool. go. <laughs> Oh, i know is that cool i'll I'll send you the um actually maybe it's on my phone here but here's the thing like it, it, things don't happen by. it's called better help okay the app is better it's i don't know like 350 bucks a month and you've got um a, a direct line a direct uh helpline to a therapist and um i highly Life doesn't happen by chance, so that's that's kind of my um, you know tidbit of uh, what I would say to somebody. Um, if if you're interested in getting into law, um, now you you gotta be um, a good test taker because uh, you know obviously you need the marks. You need to do the LSAT, which that I've already given you the recipe to succeed at that, which is just do the test. Right. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, like it's, it's, it's harder. It's more competitive. There's more lawyers. Um, and it used to be Randy, that if you were a lawyer, it's like, Oh, like you're rich. You're like, like doctors, lawyers. Let me tell you life in 2020 is not like that anymore. Being a lawyer is a business and you slap and you like go over business processes and you, you know, look at, at, at team members and and KPIs, like any other business, it's not a license to print money. It, in fact, it it might be even, well, whatever, um, my own little, uh, (laughs) violent story here. It it, it might be harder because a lot of people think, oh, like you must be just taking it. Um yeah, it's it's not like that way. It's it's like one will package at a time, honestly, is as, as far as business success. Right. And um you know, the the empowering women to succeed program that I did with you, that really, really helped me get my name out there um and and helped my business business succeed because um a financial planner will refer a client to, to Bucci Law to get their will done and then Somebody else will refer them to Tabuchi Law and they're like, what the, who is this Tabuchi Law? I got to meet this Maureen. So it's about in business. I think it's about getting your name out there. It's about branding yourself. Yes, And so women to see succeed definitely helped me do that. Um, that's awesome.
1: Maureen, uh, like why would you have decided to write a book? I know you're in the first book, like you mentioned before, empowering women to succeed. And I was so honored to have you there. Um, why would you have decided that, you know, writing a story or sharing a story is something that you should do?
0: Well, uh, so I um, when when you approached me about about being in the book, I already had a couple of books on the go, and um, so uh, and when you said, "Do you want to be part of this book thing that I'm doing?" Uh, um, um, I was like, "I want to be part of whatever you're doing." So I got to be honest; I didn't specifically say, "Oh, I'll be in a book and it will get me this and that." I don't know if you remember the phone call, but all I remember is, um, Randy, what, where do I send the money? Um, I'll do whatever you want me to do because I knew you, I knew your track record. I knew that whatever you put your hands on was going to succeed. And I wanted to be, I wanted to get on that train right. going to,
1: you're you're so sweet and i'm so honored to have you and it's like you know it's such a good feeling when someone has that feeling about you which mutually we both do right and it's just such great to me i call it mental income it's just such great mental income to have people in your life that just say you know whatever you're doing i want to do it too because i just trust in the process and i trust in you and that's a much more incredible feeling than anything to be honest with you so thank you for that (laughs) yeah but you were saying that uh it it did have an effect on your business
0: yeah. Abs- oh my God. Huge. It had a huge effect on my business. But back to what you said about um, like someone saying to you, whatever you're doing, I'll do it. I I think that's almost, it should be like a, I'm into these KPIs nowadays because yeah. I'm, I'm really working hard on my business right. and like a KPI could be, how many people do you have in your um, audience, like your your client base who feel that way about you? Right. And Absolutely. When people say that um, to me in, in, um, in line with my business, um, like there's, there's some people who will call on the phone and you have to sell them. You, right. you have to say, I'm, Tabucci, I'm a lawyer, here's my credentials, here's how we're different from other law firms. Mm-hmm. And then there, there's other people who, you know, have, have like drank the Kool-Aid because someone has, has referred them. Someone's right. had the experience. And, and they're like, um, like, they're not asking how much does it cost? They're right. like, where do I stop? Right. How do I, uh, I want to, I want to um, retain you as my lawyer. How do I do that? Mm-hmm. That's like a guy. How many people can I have who just, um, not blind followers, but just, I guess. i are your
1: They're your referrers. They're the people who trust you and love you and believe in you and are passionate about you. So when they talk about you, they are so convincing because they believe what they're saying, which is true that you've convinced somebody else. Like I was talking to somebody the other day and just through conversation of building you up and building you up and saying, I'm going to call you and ask you a question and whatever, right away looks at me and says, uh, are they looking for more clients? You know, are they interested in taking me on as a client? And I said, I will ask, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but it just comes from like the passion that I have for you. And the way I would talk about you to somebody else and how brilliant you are and, you know, how down to earth you are and how easy you are to talk to and to work with and all that, you know, I could go on and on and on and on. But just the, when someone sees a true authentic passion, right, about someone else or when you actually have that feeling it isn't a question it isn't what's the price tag right like you said it isn't you know questioning anything it's what the heck is their contact information and get me in touch with them (laughs)
0: right yeah it's unconditional support it's the exact same thing that i felt about you when you made that call to ask me if i wanted to be part of the book i was like done I'm in. <laughs> Well, thank
1: you. I appreciate that. And it's, I'm telling you the feeling that somebody gets, uh, when people around them have that feeling about them is so special. You can't buy that. You can't, you know, you, you can't grow that. it It's just organic, right? It just, it, it's either there or it's not there. And it's, um, I think it's a testament to like, who you are and who you are in your life and how you help other people. And, you know, just making certain people just love those things about you. And I love those things about you, Maureen. So tell us a little bit, cause you're, I mean, it's amazing cause you don't find a lot of people that just have this all around completely holistic, uh, incredibleness about them. So, um, uh, you you know you're brilliant at your career you're fun you love to be passionate and enjoy things in life and you make sure that everything that you do is revolved around that but you also give back tell us a little bit about your giving back to community and the things you're passionate about in that realm
0: so when i was doing that um, unleash the power within program at tony robbins um, everything in my life up up until that point, like I said, had kind of centered around me and, you know, my concerns. And um, then I met a lady named Joanne Crowbutt. And um, after the event, we we continued on with uh, Tony Robbins, started Basket Brigade, which is feeding people at Thanksgiving, because when he was very poor growing up, um, someone delivered a basket of food to his family at Thanksgiving right. and um, look up the story on Google it's such an amazing story but Joanne's um, like raison d'etre like her purpose in life like you know you have your purpose I have my my law thing her purpose is feeding hungry people can you imagine someone where that's right. their sole purpose in life? Yeah. so I just she a magnet for me. And um, she taught me a lot of things like humility and, um, and just the the fulfillment that you could get out of helping people. So then um, way back then, years and years ago, I, uh, I got started with the Basket Brigade. And um, then just uh, three years ago, Joanne actually got charitable status for the Basket Brigade It was called uh, um, uh, Basket Brigade Canada, and um, she asked me to be on the board of directors. So I was highly involved in delivering baskets, and uh, now I'm on the board of directors, and I have been for a few years, and it's it's so amazing. It's such an opportunity to give back. Um, It's not a full-time job because we focus on delivering baskets at time when people are celebrating through oh, right. food, which is yep. time through Passover time, Thanksgiving time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not like all the time. It's not like a food bank, right. um, which it's in well. So that's just mm-hmm. been, um, an incredible gift for me to be involved with basket brigade and a charitable organization and all the legalities that that entails i've learned so much right um yeah
1: that's awesome and it's not the only thing you do i mean you're constantly giving back you know with uh various different charities and whether you're attending a gala or just sending a check or putting your time in you're very charitable in that regard and i love you for that <clears throat> so thank you for giving back uh before we sign off with everybody is there anything you'd like to share any tips or um comments or important things or programs that you're working on or yeah please share with us yeah
0: actually you know what i i think i got off onto a tangent when we were talking about um uh like uh, the the law school career in law um and i said if you want to be a lawyer it's it's hard you got to be a really good test taker like if it's kind of it's kind of weird what's happening in our society like we we live in the most interesting and weirdest time ever i think it's just like I can't wait to wake up in the morning to find out like what's, where is society heading now? Because it's it's like so bizarre. But the people who are like the, the decision makers in the world, they've had to be good test takers. They've had to be successful in a school system that's very one dimensional. Right. And the people who are the two and three dimensional people they're, they're not being rewarded. They're not successful in society as we know it. Right. And so it's a weird, weird thing that like, the people who are running our countries are political science majors and lawyers. And um, so anyways, what I'm trying to say is like, I have this bias against um, formal education now and um so if you if you want to be a lawyer, like you know more power to you, but if you want to have a career in law um, i I truly believe that you can learn um, how to uh, how to do that, how to have a career in law, if you have a propensity um, or an affinity for reading legal contracts like here's how you know if you would be good in in law like if you download an app and before you check that box agree to these terms you actually read those terms and conditions (laughs) I I see them (laughs) them because I'm like oh cool like I want to see what they said and how they do it with this and that like it's just this weird thing you know, whoever's listening, you know who you are. Because if you read the fine print, if you, and sometimes I say it, um, like, do you fold your underwear? Are you that detailed type of person? Like, you would be really good in law. And so I I think um, people who, who become part of my team, they don't necessarily have to be a certified law clerk heck I can train you in um, a couple of months uh, or maybe in senior positions, like maybe a year. Um, You don't need a formal education. It's about your experience. It's about doing it, doing it, doing it and getting good at it and getting proficient at it and doing it and failing and doing it and failing. So um, that's the one thing. You want to follow my path and have a career in law and a very successful career in law because I believe you don't need that certificate anymore. You you really need to be a good business person and you need to just do it, do it, do it, fail, succeed, learn, do it better. S- fail, learn, do it better. And um, anyone can do it that is interested. So that's the message that I want to leave with people is if anyone is interested in a career in law, it's possible... Um, anyone can do it I don't care who you are you need a computer that's really all you need and if listen if you don't have a computer and you want a computer and you're listening to this at a library or something get in touch with me I'll make sure you got a computer
1: you're awesome (laughs) you're awesome (laughs) so just uh and I love that I love that advice on uh, getting into law and you know just shows like the the vast in array and creative thinking that you have uh, when it comes to, you know, a, a topic that really is, you know, has very strict rules about how you get into this career and how you, you, you know, you tap into the law profession. So it's nice to see this,
0: uh, you know, more down
1: to earth, flexible.
0: Let- the regular the, the regular law firm, the way lawyers have been practicing law yeah um, that 's going to go the way of the dinosaur, honestly, like now with covid nineteen and with everything becoming virtual and we 've got electronic signings yes. and we 've got remote uh, right now we 've got remote witnessing of the will that can happen remotely. Um, by video conference but that's only the state of emergency so please anyone listening to this who doesn't have their will done yet we can we can do it by video conference but that's for a short period of time only only until the state of emergency ends which right, right now that's the 2020 so get on that uh, that task if you don't have your tell will people why it's research.
1: important tell people why it's important to have that in place like I don't think people understand like eh, you know whatever, but why is it important to have it in place
0: yeah so so there's a the will which um appoints your executor and uh says uh where your stuff's gonna go mm-hmm. so um you want you want to be in control of that you don't want to be have people at your funeral looking at each other going, Well, uh, should I be the executor I don't know, well, what do you think they would have wanted?" Like that's kind of a fail in, in my opinion. And the other thing is, who does your stuff go to? A lot of people say, well, what do I care? I'm dead. Um, but it, really, it's a big deal who gets your stuff. If you don't have a will, your stuff could be, um, the, the legislation says that your stuff would be divided between your spouse and your kids. That means that like, your spouse could have to sell your, their home. To, to pay out to the kids, that's messed up. And there's a lot of uh, ooh, surprises that um, your family would find out if you don't have a will. So um, I'll, just, I'll, I'll say that to summarize, it's a real disaster. Then the powers of attorney, like powers of attorney for personal care, who makes your healthcare decisions? Like you don't want people looking at each other going, well, I don't know, like, who do you think should do it? be in control of that kind of stuff. It's like, I, I just back to the beginning about, I don't, I don't have patience now for, um, for BS, like put your big girl panties on or put your big, big girl dress or pants on your, whatever you do and take control of your life. And part of taking control of your life and being an adult is getting those very important documents in place. It Mm -hmm. really is. Right. And, um, those reasons and and listen if I if I have to sell someone on why they need a will, it's kind of like um, I, I don't feel that that's the sale I should have to make. Right. I the, the the sale I have to make is why you should be doing your will with a law office and not online, and that's because online wills you could make a ton of mistakes, and who the heck knows what those mistakes are until it's too right. late. Right. That's the sale. I- I should be having to make, not convincing someone to get a will done. And here's the thing, everyone knows that that they need a will because um, they I, I can tell because when they're signing the will, there's like this like, oh, like they <laughs> they they sleep better at night because they knew it was one of those things you procrastinate on, but it's not like a tax return where you're gonna be penalized if you don't file your tax return. It's like one of those things that there's never a deadline. The right. deadline is death, and for some people, the deadline is um, getting a, a terminal illness diagnosis, and and then that's when I get the call. I get tons and tons and tons of those calls, or during COVID, you know, it's like ah, like we got to get this in place, and and I'm like, uh, good. Um, now this is a catalyst for you to get it done. So. Um, that's not the sale that I have to make, Randy, like why you need to get it because people know in the back of their mind, it's a shit show if you don't have it done. And it's, right. it's an embarrassment to your family. I'm going to be frank. It really is. It right. it shows that you were not organized in your life and you didn't care enough about your family to get it done. So right. just do it. I've got the tools to do it. If you go to, um, if I can yeah, plug this, I don't know, Please, if you go to, um, www.willsandestates.lawyer. There's a super, super fast process for you to, to get your wills done. You fill out a form. It's five minutes. You pay, you set up your appointment. We either do a a video conference or doing, or uh, during the state of emergency or a drive signing uh, during COVID-19, which is really cool. So it's super simple. There's i have I've, I've taken the, the, Oh, how do you, how's it going to get done? Super simple. Just do it.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. Tell us the website again.
0: Uh, www. You don't really need the www, but um, anyways, (laughs) (laughs) wills and estates. So plural wills and estates dot lawyer. So it's not com because I'm like, oh, like they they now have the endings of instead of dot com, you can do dot lawyer, which yeah. I thought was really cool.
1: Yeah.
0: So well, states dot lawyer um, or if you just Google um, estate planning lawyer, my name's going to come up because I've got like I, I can't tell you how many five star Google reviews I have because people are really happy because we really care about clients and it's more than a transaction. You get this package that now you're part of the firm and you've got all this free legal advice. You can update the will a hundred times. It doesn't cost you a cent. Um, So uh, now like even if you just Google estate planning lawyer, um, our firm's going to come up, but go to willestates.lawyer And you're going to get a lot of information and there's a platform for a really easy process to get it done.
1: I love that. I love how you created that super easy way of helping people to make that happen. And uh, so just, um, just quickly before we sign off, just tell people the different realms of realist or sorry of uh lawyership that you deal with because uh sometimes people get a little confused like well what kind of lawyer do i go to for this and what kind of lawyer so what do you help your clients with so that they know uh, the topic that they can come and work with you
0: sure um i i kind of had this tagline when i first started my own law firm which was lawyer for life so it's it's like kind of multi-dimensional like like it's it's not just transaction it's not you're doing a real estate deal and then i'd never see you until you buy your next house again no it's like in your life um you've got all these legal things that come up so i want to help you with those legal things um now it's so it's almost easier to say well what don't i do so um, if one of your kids has a DUI, heaven forbid, I'm I'm knocking on wood down here. Yeah. Um, I can't help you with that. I can refer you to somebody, um, no problem. Or if you um, you know have a, an employment law issue, um, I can help you to a certain extent. Like I, I'm a I'm a helper. I'm I'm a law a legal helper is what I do. But. Um, What that kind of looks like is uh, I I help people do real estate transactions. I help people do their will and powers of attorney, of course. Um, Now, if someone wants to set up a business, yeah, let's go. I'm like the, uh, you know, the art of the startup. Like that's the stuff that I, I listened to that podcast falling asleep last night. Like I love business startups very near and dear to my heart and so I incorporated someone yesterday so what I do is I email them their articles of incorporation and I say a baby is born because like it's not it's not like oh here's your articles of incorporation like no it's like let's get excited like this is a baby is born this is an opportunity to take this entity into the world and make it a success. Like right. I just, I, I can't tell you how excited I get about stuff like that. So if you want to set up a business, if you want to buy or sell real estate, if you um, are one of those people who do not yet have their will package in place, or they did it 20 years ago and now the kids are grown and they need to update it. Um, those are probably the best um, um, like triggers of where, um, I, you need me in your life. Um, but it's, it's just like lawyer for life, like all things, um, all things legal. There's if one if more. Probably,
1: Maureen. There's one more. Miss- Friendly divorce.
0: Yeah. 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 You know what? Like, yeah, I don't even promote that, but, but it's probably, um, you know, more business coming in for that than anything else. But here's, here's the fact like people who are setting up a business people who are doing a real estate deal um like it's about a 50% rate that that people are going to be divorcing uh separating and divorcing and um that's an entire hour Randy that we would need of how I help people and i'm i'm going to be really blunt with you how i help them is i just first of all smack them around about you know the the attitude that they need to have they need to lose the ego and this is mine and that's right. mine and i get those kids and i i just smack them around a bit to say um let's start at the beginning um let's let's get you some therapy so that you can um you know, therapy, or go do the UPW course, or go do the landmark course, then come back to me and we'll talk about your divorce. Because if you don't have your head on straight, going through divorce, there's PTSD. It, I phrased it, well, maybe a lot of other people have, but it's it's like, and I've, I don't even think I've had PTSD. So I'm just imagining like, what it's like, it's like, I can ima- no, I guess I kind of had divorce PTSD. Anyways, there is a a, um, traumatic stress that you undergo when you're going through divorce and you don't realize it at the time. You went through it um, even though it was friendly. I went through it even though it was friendly. Your head's in a fog. It's like there's this like heavy, heavy fog and you really can't see clearly about what you should do and, and the decisions that need to be made. Right. so that's the thing is like chill the heck out and just get the therapy get the self-help marion williamson get the get the self-help take care of yourself I, um i another analogy i use is you know you're in an airplane there's an issue with the plane put your oxygen mask on first take, take a couple of deep breaths and then we can work forward on the decisions that be, need to be made in your separation. How's that for like a, a legal, you know, sale, <laughs> A, a pit for, Oh, let me file your divorce. No, man, put that oxygen mask on and then call me because it's a, it's a, it's a son of a gun that, um, uh, these nasty divorces are changing kids mm-hmm. and, kids go out into the world and um you know uh they're not they're not peacemakers they're they're fighters because that's what they saw and now we've got these kids that are running the world and and the world like on a on a large scale i i think is a in a very precarious position right now and i think it starts in the home and it starts in 50% of people are going to separate and how are you going to do that Mm -hmm. and how you're going to leave your marriage says everything about you. It's like how you do anything is how you do everything and how you leave your marriage and the integrity with which you do that is, is going to be how you lead the rest of your life and how your kids are going to go out into the world. Very important. Absolutely. Very important yeah
1: well thank you so much maureen for sharing with us it's been such a privilege to have you kisses to you too it's such a privilege to have you on and giving you a big huge virtual
0: hug (laughs) i like i said i'm on the randy train i'm on the randy train because you are you you are and you have always been one of my idols randy and um what what you know about digital marketing and how you made every freaking one of those books best sellers i've been able to take that process into my firm and i've been able to do the google reviews because when you, when we went through the book and how you made the book a bestseller it's like okay you need the you you need the the ones the supporters you need everybody like helping out so Um, I'm a, I'm such a fan, Randy. Thanks for the opportunity. Thank you, honey.
1: Thank you. I feel the same way. And this has been such a pleasure to learn from you and hear from you today. Thank you so much for sharing with us. Be safe.
0: Love you. Love you. Thank you for listening to this interview hosted by Randy Goodman. We hope you will take action and connect with the incredible business people and leaders in our community. And remember, Randy is always here to answer any questions you have regarding your real estate needs. Be sure to register on the website and stay up to date on what's happening in your area at parkbench.com millpond.